0: Space ...through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back again. And uh, I know I say this every, every Saturday, but it's truly an exciting, uh, fulfilling time for us in the studio... Uh, It's it's even more so today because we're seeing some results, uh, some changes. We're not seeing some changes, we're seeing a title change in the way automobiles are retailed and how the manufacturers and dealers are treating the consumer. And uh, I I think we can take a teeny weeny bit of credit for that. We've we've been a little bit of a spark on that and you have too because uh, your calls are really what keeps us going. Uh, if you didn't listen, if you didn't watch uh, you know we're streaming on Facebook and we're streaming on YouTube uh, if you didn't uh, listen to the show uh, then of course we wouldn't be here and, and we wouldn't be uh, able to get this information out to the consumers and a lot of the people that we've contacted uh, we have one in particular uh, Nancy Stewart, my co-host has been in touch with a, with a victim, uh, with a woman that had been victimized by a car dealer and uh, because of uh, her advice and the show's advice, uh, she contacted the Attorney General. Uh, she's, really, she's really gone to a lot of very specific, diligent efforts uh, to um, resolve her problem. And uh, she is really an educated consumer. So we get these stories They come in, they keep us going. Uh, if you have a story, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything about whether you've been victimized or have a friend, especially if you took some action and got results, because these uh, add um, incentive to a lot of people. There's A lot of people, they, they get taken advantage of and they, they're embarrassed, they don't want to talk about it, uh, they don't want to take the time, they're too busy in their lives to go through the details of a, a, a formal report. And uh, I'll show you what a report to the Attorney General's office looks like in a little while. It takes a while, it's tedious. Uh, you have to go through uh, it. I, I really believe the system has devised it to, to discourage complaints to consumer agencies. I really believe that. So, um, if, you, uh, if you are of a mind to be able to go through the process, uh, you can get some some results. Uh, call us uh, at 877-960-9960. And you might want to write this number down because you might not have a comment now. You might not, might not have a question. Again, that call-in number is 877 877- 960 9960 And you can text us Just uh, Stu Stewart Sitting across from me here He keeps a log Of all the texts That come in And we get to the texts uh, During the show um, 99.9% of the time uh, The text number Is 772 497 6530 Text number again, 772 497 6530 And And uh, fairly popular venue to uh, contact us is our youranonymousfeedback.com. It's a web address. It's a website. You go there. and It's a form. You fill out. You you, you ask your question. You make your accusation. You make your whatever you want to say, you write it. And it goes to us anonymously. Your, Y-O-U-R, anonymous, A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S feedback.com. And Stu also monitors that. We get to them uh, pretty much 100% um, 100% during the show. So we got telephones, uh, of course, YouTube, youtube.com uh, forward slash Earl Cars. If you're a YouTuber, youtube.com forward slash Earl and Cars. Uh, Rick Kearney sitting to my right here, he who is our certified diagnostic master technician, he knows all and sees all. If you're streaming us now, you'll see Mick, um, uh, Rick has a mask on and we don't. In uh, an abundance of caution, uh, his wife uh, was diagnosed uh, positive with COVID and uh, he's, he was tested uh, yesterday. He's negative, but just an abundance of caution. He just he, had it. Too. He's protecting us. He and, just had it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, he's really handsome. He's a, uh, he doesn't look like a, uh, but Eddie, if you have any kind of a problem with your car, if it's a uh, squeak, rattle or roll, describe it, ask Rick. And he has got the answers to 99.9% of your questions. I can guarantee you. Um, Highlight of our show, Mystery Shopping Report. Got another good one. And uh, Agent Lightning did a great job. They're all interesting. This one was quite different. It was kind of a laid-back hometown, kind of a homey kind of a thing. It was not uh, not a typical typical South Florida, but we'll see. I I don't want to give it away. We won't grade it. And of course, Nancy Stewart, my co-host, is sitting next to me, and she's also my wife. Uh, We uh, started this show about 20 years ago at half an hour on a little radio station called Seaview, and now here we are in the big time, two hours. And uh, we're uh, with a a much larger station, much larger listening audience, and uh, we think we're doing some good. Uh, Nancy is a strong advocate for the ladies in the audience, and she has uh, almost single-handedly built our lady callers up to about fifty-fifty, and uh, our texters callers from the ladies are amazing. We have one. I'll just. I don't want to make anybody else mad, but uh, Anne Marie, our texter, is absolutely phenomenal, and she has another text for us this morning, and she does every morning. But the ladies in the audience have made fantastic contributions thanks to Nancy Stewart, and uh, she has a special offer for you that will incentivize you to call the show if you're a lady, and if you haven't called the show show before, first two ones. uh, Nancy will explain that to you.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Gosh, we enjoy your company. Why? You're a big part of the show. You educate us every Saturday morning, and uh, we look forward to your calls, your texts, your YouTubes at all. Uh, Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, This morning I I, uh, can't uh, say anything until I say uh, you have to read uh, one of Earl's real important columns and you can go to Earl on Cars and you can find it and that is how to know if a Florida car dealer is breaking the law. And you can go to www.floridalawprotectingcarbuyers.com. Real important uh, our voices must be heard, and I'll tell you what, we are doing fantastic. We're doing fantastic because of you. You have joined us. We've connected, and um, there is power, power among us, and uh, we are going to change the auto industry. I know it. I believe it, and you must. Give us a call, eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Ladies, you're a huge part of the show. Give us a call. You can win yourself $50, $50 for the first two new lady callers. And Lori, if you're listening, at any time you can give us a call. We appreciate you going above and beyond and staying with this ongoing lawsuit. Now back to the recovering car dealer.
0: Well, I th- I'd like to uh, Stu to do a little bit of a, a summary of our mystery shopping reports. And uh, this one here, Stu uh, just told our mystery shopper, pick somebody, and yeah. it turned out to be a pretty good pick, Stu.
2: Oh, we had a, we were gonna try and do a third mystery, a Costco mystery shop. And it's so hard now. Uh, really, the same few dealers keep showing up over and over again that the dealers are really not participating because of the Costco pricing restrictions uh, that are designed to benefit consumers. <laughs> so they want the prices to be a lot higher than that. So we had a trouble with that, so we told Agent Lightning to go ahead and pick something up uh, in an area she was going, gonna, gonna be in uh, this week. So, uh, so she did, and the f- weird coincidence is, um, usually I like to tie in a, a new mystery shopping port with some older ones. You know, we're trying to look for patterns, changes, and things like that. And um, I could not find in any of the archives um, uh, Wallace Kia of Stewart. And uh, I know we shopped a ton of Wallace dealerships. Uh, I went back in my email to see, did this happen when I was on vacation? And then Josh took care of the, my brother did the mystery shopping report as he does in my absence occasionally. And uh, no emails from Josh from uh, uh, mystery shops from Wallace Kia. So it's, I think it's the first time we, we shopped them unless Unless we went back years and years ago before we had yeah, our sophisticated Bell system, Smith
0: Kia is close, and I, they kind of overshadow right. them, and you know, they do most of the advertising and kind yeah.
2: of. Like, and they're up in Best Smith Kia is up in um, up in Fort Pierce. So it's a little farther away, and I think um, Wallace Kia. A lot of the dealerships share some of the um, contiguous properties, so maybe they're all kind of blended together, and the Kia dealership kind of kind of disappeared from view, from us out of sight, out of mind. But anyway, um, we had a. Um, uh, Inexperience. It wasn't. I'm not going to give it away. What was good about? I want to tape the jury because I know you're all going to you're going to grade at the end. Um, But we had a um, what I consider to be a very um, old school and not necessarily in a bad way, an old school salesperson. It reminded me some of the things he did were straight from my sales training uh, like 25 years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was a he was a retired person that decided to go back. Right. Yeah. So
2: like me if I started to sell cars again. Yeah. So. So. so it's a good one. So so stay tuned.
1: Oh,
0: thank you. How about... Uh...
1: Okay, um, we are going to get to the phones. Uh, I'm going to interrupt everyone. And uh, Linda, hang on. And we're going to go to Howard, who's a regular caller. Good morning, Howard.
3: Good morning. I hope you're all well. <coughs> and uh, I just want to report uh, something that happened to me. I'm still in the Bronx, by the way. I was driving in New Jersey, and uh, a cone fell off a truck, and I ran over it. And so I was towed, my car was towed up to my mechanic. who's not a Toyota dealer. Uh, my mechanic in Yonkers. Uh, what happened is that uh, he tried to get, uh, the, oh, the fuel line was broken all the way up to the uh, fuel pump. So he tried to get this uh, fuel <clears throat> line from Toyota. And uh, they said it's a long wait, and so I contacted Josh. So Josh uh, tried to get uh, the, the fuel line for me uh, from a couple of other dealers, but this, this, it was a no-go. So now I'm waiting, and I was told that it could take up to a month or more to get this uh, fuel line. So I don't know wh- why it takes so long. Uh, what's happening now with the uh, parts coming from Japan?
0: Well, how are Howard, let me, ju- let me jump in here. Uh, you text me or call me, left me a message, and I asked Josh to to call you and my parts manager, Jeff Doss. So Jeff Doss, our parts manager, checked and found three dealers in Southeast Toyota that reported having that fuel line that you needed in stock. And uh, Jeff Doss called your mechanic in Yonkers and told him that. And also, I suggested that uh, they um, research for a used fuel line. Jeff Doss said that there might be some issues with a used fuel line. In fact, Rick can jump in here, but but uh, uh, Jeff says, all things being equal, you'd rather not use a used fuel line because there's some issues. And I said, well, that that should be up to the owner and the mechanic um, if, if it's a possibility. I I googled uh, used fuel lines. There are quite a few available, so. Uh, before I say anything more, Rick, what is the what is a risk factor to a used fuel line?
4: Uh the biggest one is potential contamination in the line itself, rust or bends or kinks when they try to remove it. Is because, there any
0: way you can uh, you can examine it carefully and see that it's, it's good or is it let's talk buying a pick of the Yes, they,
4: they can be they can be examined and if it's good then then you're all set.
0: Okay. Um, there you go.
4: It's just making, you know, Making sure that it's in good shape.
0: What do you think about that, uh, Howard? Does that make sense?
3: Uh, my mechanic said he won't do it. He, he doesn't want to take a chance. Uh-huh. My question is, how long does it take before uh, we get this? Could it take months?
0: No. If we if we find one in stock, uh, you could have them if you pay extra for the FedEx overnight. It you could have it tomorrow.
3: Now I'm talking about a new a new fuel line.
0: Oh God, we don't know. That's like. Uh, it's like asking when the your car shortage, microchip shortage, a shortage, and uh, in, in exclamation points. So we, we're short of everything, and uh, we're having uh, cars that are being delivered without accessories that two years ago were almost standard on the car. So uh, you can't second guess. You, you can you can guess, but it's a wild guess. I I recommend now that you've got the green flag from Rick to carefully. Uh, Examine the used fuel line and make it clear when you order it uh, what you're going to be doing. Um, Rick had another point.
4: Well, if if there's three different dealerships that have an in-stock new part, I would simply contact one of them and say, they, "Hey, ship me that part."
0: They reported to have it. We. I, I'm a. I'm assuming a mechanic. Uh, 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 Howard's mechanic did call these three. Uh, okay. Three dealerships. Yeah. So what we'll do, poor Howard, is. I'll have uh, Jeff Doss, our parts manager, contact those other dealerships and verify that it's in stock. But I thought your mechanic—we we're, were trying to work through your mechanic and Yonkers. So if he didn't call to verify that these were in stock, we should double check. And if you can't get a new one, you get a used one, and and have it examined carefully by someone that knows how to examine the fuel line. And Rick says you're good to go. No, no downside as long as you're sure that it's. The fuel line is clean inside and some other things.
3: Okay. Thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Can you give me that text number again?
0: Sure. It's 772-497-6530. 772-497-6530.
3: Okay. Thank you very much for all your help. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, you really Howard. You did a
3: lot for me, and I, I, I know uh, uh, that's the reason why I, I, I love you guys. You, you're oh. the
0: greatest. Well, we love you, too, Howard, so. Yeah. Well, we are lovable. <laughs> we are lovable. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: all right, thanks, Have Howard. Have a good day, guys.
3: Thanks,
1: thanks for you. staying with us all these years, Bye. Howard. We appreciate your company. We're going to go to Linda, who's calling us from Hope Sound. Good morning, Linda. Good morning.
5: Thank you very much. Welcome. Uh, I'm calling for an opinion about what to do. I have a 2016 Honda HRV, and for the first time since I've had it, I have an intermittent air conditioning issue. Sometimes it works. Sometimes I have none. Uh, Right now, I happen to have some, so I feel I'm buying myself a little time. I've called two places and one is the dealership, which I, that's the only place I've taken the car since it's been new, which is the Honda here in Stewart. Uh, it, it the do the diagnostic on that is $155. Uh, I got a recommendation for a private shop, which is supposed to be good, and I called about the same thing and their diagnostic was $80 it's a big difference and I don't know whether to take a chance of going to a place other than Honda I just kind of like an opinion about this
0: well my comment and then I'll let Rick comment because he he probably has some ideas of what should be checked for an intermittent AC problem that kind of narrows it down a little bit Uh, but uh, diagnostic charges can be fair and they can be unfair uh, it's certainly easy to make money fast if you're a car dealer by charging a high diagnostic fee. Uh, uh, we, don't, we don't charge a diagnostic fee for a, a, a relatively simple diagnosis. But if we have something that could involve tearing down an engine or transmission, we can't ask a technician to work for six hours. Uh, taking apart a transmission to diagnose a problem and then the customer says, well we don't want it fixed so put it back together again. So at some point diagnostic charges are fair. I'd I suggest you sh- you shop around to, to where you get the best diagnostic charge and, and go there. But Rick, uh, what do you think it might be? Maybe the, something you could diagnose. Well
4: my first question, uh, when you say the AC stops, is it the temperature suddenly starts getting warmer from the air or is it that the airflow itself actually stops blowing?
5: No, it's blowing fine. Uh, I, it may start out in the morning if I go out early, which I usually do, uh, and it'd be be great. It'll you know be cool and very very nice, and uh-huh. maybe half an hour later, sometimes it'll start to get warmer and warmer, and then you have nothing.
4: So as as the day I mean, heats it, up. The, the air starts blowing warmer. Yes. That, yeah, that sounds like it's a, a low on charge, which means you probably have a leak in the AC system. Um, so a proper diagnostic in that case is they would need to actually recharge the system and they'll add an ultraviolet dye into the system. And at the same time, the mechanic should be looking at all the outside components to see if there are any signs of a small leak. It sounds like a pretty small leak. Um, On a 2016 uh, six-year-old car pushing seven years now, my recommendation to start out would be to uh, find a local independent shop. Uh, The $80 one would probably be a good choice. Have them recharge the system and then see how long that lasts, how long it takes before it starts acting up again.
0: How about asking them to recharge the system and include the die?
4: Right. Well, that should be included automatically. Okay. Good. Yes. And,
0: yeah. Then you've got a you got half of a diagnosis, so there's you're you're going in and and relying on Rick's diagnosis and say please do this for me, and then you drive it, and who knows you maybe drive it for two years or another and it stays cold or right. You can you can stay yeah.
4: cold for up to a year or longer. Yeah. And then consider you know do because. Most cases, it's the evaporator core that has got this, the tiny how, little leak in it.
0: How much? Uh, how much would it cost a parts I know you don't get into the charges, but you got a better idea than I do. How much? What should it cost to charge a uh, AC, depending on how much freon it takes? I guess. I, or, um,
4: at, at our shop, it would be about one hour diagnostic, which most shops are going to be eighty to a hundred dollars on the outside shops, mm-hmm. and they're going to charge you probably about. I'm going to say $75 maybe for the R134 gas that they need to put yeah, in, R134. and the dye of course would be included in that, and they'll recharge the entire system to get it blowing cold, plus they'll inspect to look for any visible why, obvious signs of leaks.
0: Why the diagnostic charge if they're not asking for a diagnosis?
4: Well the, the diagnostic charge in that case is actually the, the labor of hooking up the machine, resu- uh, res- uh, Basically, sucking out all the old freon that's in there, putting bringing it into a vacuum, and then recharging the system. Hmm. Strange. So it's the whole it's the whole recharge feature. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. the cost of it, and then a visual inspection on it, and then you know they will probably give you an estimate saying that your evaporator core or something else is leaking, and if it's a low enough price, then go ahead and have it yeah, done. Go,
0: go with the eighty-five buck and and the. Uh, you might get lucky, and as Rick yeah. said, you might be able to drive it for a year or two without without a problem. So that's our recommendation. All
1: right. And um, qu- I, ha- I have a question uh, for <gasps> Rick. The uh, ultraviolet dye, that allows for a clear, more detailed diagnosis of the system?
4: Yes, because once that dye starts to, f- once it finds the spot that it's leaking out of, mm-hmm. then we'll put on these real high fashion yellow glasses and shine a special light on it, and that dye will literally glow to show us where the leak is
1: interesting uh-huh. uh, Laurie, uh uh yeah uh, 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 this this is uh it's is amazing isn't it i mean here you call it the, uh, here you call the show and uh everything here is free it's free advice uh so uh, i'm sorry i, I, I uh, meant to say linda uh so uh, at okay. any rate uh, are you a first-time caller uh no i'm
5: not i've called before and you've been helpful very other, good. other times uh, in the
1: past. Uh, be sure to give us a call back and let us know uh, how that went for you as far as getting the system Thank recharged.
5: Thank you very much. It explained a lot that I didn't understand. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's uh, That's how we make the information. Thank you so much and have a great weekend thank you very much nancy you're you're welcome 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 don't forget you can go to uh, www.anonymousfeedback.com and you can uh, voice your views uh we're going to go to sarah who's giving us a call from boynton good morning sarah
6: good morning nancy
1: welcome sarah
6: thank you so much this is a difficult call for me because i did something that was kind of stupid very stupid and i got tires from a small time place that i that had changed owners and um the guy talked me into these tires i don't even know if they're for my car i was wondering Mm -hmm. if i could ask rick that my car is a um it's a uh, lincoln hybrid 2012 and there are certain tires that go for it. And this man gave me Bridgestone tires that doesn't even say Bridgestone on the tire. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they're right for my car.
1: I think Rick can answer that. I think you'd want to
4: get to a reputable shop and have them inspect those tires. Uh, being a Lincoln Hybrid, I'm going to guess that your car most likely should be running run-flat tires. It, it may be required on that car and if so if you if they put the wrong tires but uh i have never seen a company say that oh these are bridgestone tires even though they don't say bridgestone that's somebody no, don't they
6: say dueller h r sure oh,
4: yes yeah, sure. dueller h yeah. r is a bridgestone that's a model but but, okay. yeah, that is a
0: Bridgestone Tire. Sarah, you've got uh, okay. Costco's in your area, several. And Costco is having a... I do. A t-
6: I, I messed up, Earl. You did. I really did. Yeah, uh,
0: we all do uh, that. Costco, Costco's having a tire sale. and I uh,
6: know. I know. I know. I'm just... I don't even know what to do. I'll go back to this. But it doesn't feel like it, it's um, balanced or something. And they didn't do an alignment. Is the worst thing. I might have to go to my dealer and just
2: deal with it. Deal with the dealer. Deal with the dealer.
1: Deal with
6: the dealer. Thank you guys so much. You really are awesome.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Sarah. And don't feel so bad. You know, we all, um, you know, at one time or another... You know, just uh, make decisions that, uh, you know, we, we just didn't want to. But uh, you sound like as if that you could move on, and you'll move forward, take care of this, and uh, that uh, that Lincoln Hybrid will be in great condition.
6: Thank you too much. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, Sarah. Have, you a great have a
6: great day, and I love your show.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Spread the word. Tell your lady friends.
6: Oh, Always
1: thank you 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 you know, now back I, to the recovering I, car dealer
0: i know you think i'm a, a broken record on costco nancy and i both shout their praises to the highest every week uh, the fact is it's just a, a really good place to buy something uh, i'm sorry if you live in an area where you don't have a costco warehouse near you but i'm thinking about you know this situation with sarah not only do they have the lowest prices on really quality tires, but they have a 100% unconditional money back guarantee on anything you buy. I mean, it's, every time Nancy and I go to Costco, we see a line of people a mile long returning stuff and there's no questions. They don't give you a hard time. Uh, you get you, you buy something and you use it and you don't like it, you bring it back, they give you your money back. And their markup is incredibly low. Uh, by corporate law, by Costco order, no product Costco sells is marked up more than 15 percent. Car dealers mark uh, their parts up 40 percent, almost three times what Costco does, and the products you buy in there. If you buy a television, if you you can buy anything in Costco. If you buy whatever you buy, it it's marked up only 15 percent. In fact, there's some of the products that are marked below cost, and those are the chickens and the hot dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've kept, you could buy a hot dog and a drink and something else, a uh, huge hot dog for a buck and a half, and you could buy a chicken for $4.99, and they'd be doing that for about 30 years, mm-hmm. and they haven't adjusted for inflation. It's their signature. So.
1: You know, as uh, many people who just love Costco, uh, there are uh, times uh, that uh, maybe Earl and I are their poster couple for Costco, and we get reprimanded, uh-huh, reprimanded. Not there are some people out there who do not believe in Costco and uh, they uh, have a different opinion and they're entitled to it. But uh, for my buck, Costco, Rick.
4: My only problem I'm, I think I have to buy a, a second freezer or refrigerator, <laughs> it fills up too quick because everything's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. can
1: happen quickly. 877 960 9960. Texas at 772 497. Six five three zero. I'll tell you what—you just don't want to miss this show. We have got so much that's going to be going on between uh, Channel Ten, and you talk about voices being heard. W-P-L-G, there's an uprising. Uh, Miami,
0: Fort Lauderdale, PLG Channel Ten.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As I said, there's an uprising, and it is what I call a coup d'état. And uh, gosh, I love coup d'états, Rick.
4: I got an interesting question here from Guy Larrabee. He says, I've been a Toyota owner for 40 years. I'm worried that Toyota may have been just a little too late to the electric vehicle party, and their first effort has not been reassuring. I'm looking at a mid Tesla or a Kia for an electric vehicle. Your opinion.
0: Well, I, I'd hmm. stay away from the Kia, but the Tesla is a great buy.
2: Model 3. <laughs> the, the Model 3 as, the, as a yeah. mid-size Yeah. Is uh, it's not as expensive as, as, as the Model S? Um, when I was up in uh, up in the Northeast uh, this summer, every Uber I got into in Philadelphia was a Model Three. Really? Uh, Tesla. Is that right? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know if. Are Uber you serious? Has,
0: how, how many Ubers did you take?
2: Four or five. Wow. And um, also in same thing in, in New York, I took a Uber from LaGuardia to um, to a hotel. That'll Model tell 3. you
0: something right there. Uh, the fact that uh, the Tesla is so reliable. That a taxi company, uh, and I think rental companies are also buying electric vehicles. They're buying a so lot. When you're yeah. a rental company or an Uber or a taxi company, you buy a product. You want something to hold up, stay out of the repair shop, get good fuel economy. Of course, EVs uh, get uh, a huge.
2: Oh value. yeah. I also read that um, I know I forgot what rental company committed to buy a, a ton from General Motors in the coming years. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's really neat. General Motors. Um, plan with uh, EVs, I read an article uh, that they they too seem to be behind the game, but they're working on a uh, battery system that they call um, Ultia or something like that, and it's a modular battery, and mm-hmm. it will form the base of their vehicles, but that fits together like Lego blocks. So the same system will be used for the Hummer as it will be for the small subcompacts. They just take it apart, mm-hmm. so it's pretty revolutionary. So they're going to come in flooding in the next couple of years.
0: Nice. Can we get to get some text.
2: There? Yeah, okay. got one from Anne Marie here. Um, Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Anne-Marie. She's got a good one. Uh, She says, good morning. Uh, WESH-TV out of Orlando reported that a Flagler County family bought a used Ford F-350 from a dealer in Fruitland, Florida. Um, What makes this newsworthy are the following facts. A month later, they brought the truck to another dealer closer to home for an oil change. The mechanics found discrepancies. It came up stolen. The technicians ran the truck's VIN and found it was not a Ford-manufactured VIN. Then they tapped into the truck's software and found that the VIN didn't match the tags on the door or the dashboard. The VIN tag on the door was coming off. The family called the sheriff. Turns out the truck was stolen from a dealership in Colorado. Not only that, the truck was not even the type that the family thought they'd bought. They'd contracted for a 2019 Ford F-350 Super Duty, but investigators found that the truck was actually a 2017 Ford F-350 Super Duty, a Model 2 years older. The family sued the dealership with minimal response until they contacted the TV station. So the publicity gave the dealership some incentive to come to a resolution with the family. Uh, The Better Business Bureau of Central Florida says the VIN cloning is a method of concealing a vehicle's true identity by copying the VIN information of one vehicle onto the stolen vehicle. Check to see if the VIN tag has been tampered with. Also, the BB, BBB suggests that people should look up the VIN on and state every state ba- on the state database if possible. If the Carfax report is missing key information, be very careful. And experts say that VIN cloning could happen to anyone. So here are Anne Marie's questions: One, has your dealership ever encountered any instance of VIN cloning? Um, I don't know I mean we've had Yeah, we have uh, we've had cars that should turn up stolen
0: we've had stolen cars we've actually actually we actually have accidentally uh, uh, sold a car that was stolen and uh, that was many years ago Um, I I wish I'd known about this before she uh, really got in the weeds uh, the victim here because it's pure and simple a violation of law uh, to for a dealer if a dealer gets a stolen car and he resells it, he has to take it back by law uh, and refund 100% of the money. And um, uh, in this case here, unbelievably, uh, the dealer's refusing to do that. So if 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 this uh, complainant, she's gonna get results now because she went to the uh, Orlando television station and uh, and they really blasted it out, so now she's gonna get everything taken care of. But the Department of Motor Vehicles would have come to that dealership with a machete and said, you cannot sell a stolen car. Yeah. And once when they found out it was stolen, um, it was also a sloppy job. Yeah. Uh, it was a Ford dealer, Bill Bryan Ford. And I, 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 did she mention the, the location of the-
1: Central Florida? A, a
2: Fruitland, Florida.
0: Yeah, Fruitland. Uh, Bill Bryan. Now, uh, they were two years off. Here's a Ford dealer selling a used Ford and they thought it was a 2019, and it was 2017. Now, I I could almost make a case that that couldn't be a mistake, that it was premeditated. And I would,
2: you know, how's a Ford dealer? It'd be very hard. Uh, Emory's next question was, uh, does your dealership verify that each vehicle is what the VIN says it is? And the answer to that is, we, 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 we were supposed to, um, particularly on used cars, you can't do an appraisal. You put the VIN number in and then it pulls up the information. And if that doesn't match, then that's... Yeah, but If, you,
0: if you're suspect, there is a place where the VIN is right. hidden on the car and right. you can check that to be sure. I'm sure that's what the...
2: Yeah, uh, that BBB yeah. advised. Um But yeah, it can be, and if a dealership is sloppy, dealerships get lucky all the time, because here's a typical thing that can happen. Somebody brings a car into trade in, a salesperson who um, gets the car, um, writes down a VIN number off an insurance card or another document, and then puts that on the paperwork. No one goes out and looks at the car. The used car manager doesn't actually appraise the car. He sits at his desk puts a number on it, and nobody actually inspects it until it winds up in the used car lot and gets stolen, and it's, and it's a stolen car. But how can you miss the year of a Ford if you're a Ford dealer? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As anybody who's engaged and yeah. who is, is trained and educated would not would not do that. Yeah. But people who don't want to get up off their desk and sit around and things can fall through a lazy, sloppy system, and yeah. that's how that can and happen. If you, if
0: you buy a car from somebody that you're not 100% trusting in, and you think maybe it might be uh, not quite right, Uh, You can always take it to a a dealership, and they can they can check the hidden VIN. Where where do they hide them on Toyotas, Rick? Uh, There's actually several locations
4: you can find it. Um, Usually, the VIN is printed on the transmission case. Yeah. Um, Believe it or not, the tag that's on the dash, although it can be a little difficult to read sometimes, that one is extremely difficult to remove and change because you've got to either remove the dash or remove the windshield. To drill out the little rivets to hold it in place, so they usually ignore that one and change just the sticker on the door jamb. I
0: think that's what they did. Which is easy. So how you know how careful could the dealer have been? He had the VIN. He could have looked at, but I
4: all you had to do is look through the windshield and the, read that number, compare it to the or sticker, look at,
0: or look at the truck because it was yeah. two
4: years older than the VIN said. And i don't know if there were many body changes <laughs> between 17
0: and 19. well no but, but i'm sure there would have been some changes average citizen wouldn't know but yeah. a, a ford dealer i mean right. you had technicians looking at it you had managers and
2: salesmen right. yeah and it took uh, the the other the, the other dealership about two seconds to figure it out it wasn't it wasn't the right mm-hmm. year because yeah. they looked at it <laughs> and
1: uh marie i gotta thank you uh i'll tell you what what a great asset you are to the show uh, always, every single Saturday right here with something new, something to, you know, enlighten us. And uh, in this situation, uh, I t- I'll tell you, uh, whether, uh, well, first let me say in the auto industry, anything is possible. And you really have to watch your back. And as I always say, knowledge is power. Whether it was sloppy, whether it was uh, you know just uh, premeditated, uh, it's a, a roll of the dice. So uh, I thank you for the information and all the questions. Rick has a question. Uh,
4: I just wanted to say we had a customer that bought a car on internet, basically, sight unseen, a Camry hybrid, brought it to us because the hybrid lights were on when he bought the car. And the odometer was reading something in the neighborhood, like 60,000 miles. And it turned out, as soon as I looked at it, I knew there was something wrong. Because the car had obvious signs that had been used as a taxi cab and converted back. And it turned out that the mileage on the odometer, although it read 60,000, a car fact showed that it had actually over 200,000 miles on the car. Somebody had simply changed the combination meter with one from a junkyard that showed a lot less miles yeah. and this poor guy was way out of luck. Yeah, wow.
1: okay. It's done that before. Nice. Um, okay so we have finished up with Amory?
2: We're finished with Amory. Okay yeah.
1: we're going to go to Marty uh, we're going back to the phones and Marty is a regular caller. Good morning Marty.
7: Good morning how's everybody doing? Great. Great. Uh, I have a question that you may or may not know the answer and I'm a Costco member so I'm not knocking Costco but how come the gas Price on North Lake is three dollars and seven cents a gallon, and the Costco on Southern Boulevard is three twenty-five a gallon. I would assume they get the gas. It's not like they got a hundred different gas
2: stations here. I would assume, I assume the they same get thing. The gas from the same supplier. Yeah, I think um, gas prices. Are, I kind of they're affected by the the, the immediate f- facing competition. Like if you have you know, on a corner and there's four gas stations, and you, I think uh, maybe the individual locations... But I don't really think good.
0: Costco does that. Uh, we talked earlier about Costco. Uh, they, they claim, and it's in their charter or something, that they don't mark up anything over 15%. So I'm assuming you're not marking their gas up over 15%. And as Marty said, I'm sure the source uh, where they fill up the big tanks on Southern Boulevard are the same as the ones on North Lake. So uh, that's a great question. I'd I'd, I'd follow up with Costco... And asked uh, asked ask them the question. Rick has a comment.
4: By comparison, the rocket fuel that is right next to our dealership at US One and Northlake Boulevard uh, yesterday was three oh nine a gallon. The Shell station here at Northlake and Military, where our radio station is is 4.39 a gallon.
0: Yeah, well, we know Costco has a good price. <laughs> so the Marty's prices are all over the was, place. Why was it different between that's, two stores? It right, was that's good one price. Thing I've it's not for a, a long time. Water. It was also a good bar- price at North Lake, but why different? Excellent yep. question, Marty.
1: Yeah, definitely, Marty, and it's been I asked uh, mean, I, often. I don't know, I don't know if they will give me an answer, but
7: uh, and it's obviously it's not thousands of dollars, but all their products inside are the same price, no matter whether you're on North Lake or whether you're on Southern.
0: Yeah, exactly. Marty. Marty, give give me the uh, um, prices again. Uh, the Southern Boulevard was how much?
7: <laughs> All right, Southern Boulevard, it's three twenty five a gallon, okay. and uh, North Lake, it's three
0: oh seven. Okay, I've got a friend in uh, Costco Management, and uh, I will call him and see if he can answer it and we'll uh, try to get an answer to it. It could be the old, somebody just screwed up. I mean, Costco is not perfect, and maybe somebody didn't get the memo that they were either raising or lowering the price, and one warehouse was just out of step. We'll we'll find out. I'll let you know.
7: And I can just tell you, Earl, this has been going on. I mean, this is not new. This This is, for months, whatever it is, North Lake has always been cheaper.
0: Interesting. Well... You're breaking news. I but, agree with you, Marty. Uh, Costco I've is had not the perfect.
1: experience. <laughs> All
7: right. I mean, I know eggs are, the, <laughs> eggs are the same no matter whether they're North Lake or Southern, yeah. so uh, the gas should be the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks, Marty.
7: Okay. Have a great I'd weekend. I'd be interested to hear your answer. Thanks, Earl.
0: Thank you, Marty.
1: And uh, Stu, to what you said, you know about the gas stations, you can take four of them, one on each corner, and uh, you know, location, location, location. And there's a lot of variables. Whether you're going north, south, east, west, what's convenient, what isn't, and they put the price of their gas what they want to charge you. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, Texas, and seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. We'd love to hear from you on some of the topics that we have already covered. Back to Stu. Sure.
2: I got a text from Negan. Hi Negan. Negan switched (laughs) over to the tech side. Um, He said, it seems Ford was catching up on production with chip supplies, the microchips, um, but now they're delaying delivery because of the shortage of blue oval ford badges oh wow. my top,
1: my favorite topic
2: <laughs> yes yeah, so he sent the article to i hadn't read that clicked over and yeah there's something like 45,000 forty-five thousand uh, vehicles that are sitting on lots that can't ship yeah. because the badge is not there yeah. is that amazing Nugan? i
1: think
0: i could do without a ford oval on my ford i'd say i'll just take it yeah well because we'll they're doing
2: of- the manufacturers are shipping cars without heated seats yeah. and all sorts of stuff let and-
0: me talk about something serious here for a minute i tried to jump in a minute ago but i got cut mm-hmm. off um uh, Costco and I think this might be their Achilles heel as you know uh, sublets a certain Areas that are outside their normal skill. They're a retailer of food and canned goods and home goods or whatever you want to call it and they're the best now if you want to uh, buy uh, hearing aids or eyeglasses they sub that out if you want to buy a car they sub it out, and it's the Costco auto, auto buying program. And we, on this show, have had uh, problems with Costco with the Alliance Group, which is the subgroup company for the Costco auto buying program. They use Costco's name, which is uh, troubling, uh, because if Costco is gonna lend their name to a company selling products under their name, they should police it just as carefully as they do their own warehouses. So I'm I'm guessing that maybe the gasoline comes under a different. Uh you know, ownership, I or, don't know. or at least uh, I think I'm, reading, I'm
2: looking stuff up on this, and they're saying that they typically lose money on gas. They said it's the same thing as the chicken and the hot dogs. They're hoping you go there to fill up. and I and thought
0: the, it was, a, yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's what they're saying in this article. I don't know how authoritative it is, but um, they're well, losing money on the if gas. If they
0: sell it at their cost, they're still losing money because they got the overhead to cover. they They said
2: they're on average across the country twenty cents per gallon cheaper mm-hmm. than anywhere else. Twenty percent cheaper than than anywhere else.
0: You know. So anyway, like everything else, there's no some absolute right, absolutely wrong. Costco's our favorite retailer, but they have their flaws, and when we find uh-huh. them, we talk about them.
1: Yeah, no more chickens at uh, Costco for us.
0: No, okay. I, I oh.
1: have
4: found that the cost, the savings that I get by buying my gas at Costco more than pays for my membership each year. Oh, God, yeah.
1: Exactly. Just
4: the just
0: the gas savings. As long as we're on a, a Costco kid, Love it. Here's an interesting financial uh, information. Costco's full profit, annual profit, which is huge. I mean, uh, Wall Street's getting hammered now. One of the few stocks that's held up is Costco. Uh, but Costco's full profit in the billions of dollars is from their membership dues. So what that means is, for 65 bucks a month. A year. A year. (laughs) 65 bucks a year, and I can get an executive membership for 95 or something like that. Anyway, their membership dues are responsible for all their profit. They're selling their goods, basically, at cost. Yeah. that's why they call themselves Costco.
2: I have some information directly from Costco. Oh, great! On it might explain the difference in the gas prices. Great, because they have a special in their, in their customer service section on their website that says, "Why do prices vary between Costco warehouse loca- locations?" The Manufacturers plan to where they where. Why there can be price differences on the same items at different Costco warehouse locations. Our location managers and buying teams keep a close watch on inventory and pricing. At times, our suppliers may adjust, them, adjust item prices on additional shipments. Sometimes local competition might affect the price of each item. So that's something there could be like the gas thing. They might have like really low gas at one place, and they might have to lower their gas to to match. And down in another part of town, they didn't have to do that.
1: If so everybody right. else is doing it, why can't Costco yeah. do it? So the fifteen
0: percent is probably an average. An average,
2: yeah. They, so yeah. they're they're changing based on what they're right. what mm-hmm. the customers need. Yeah, the
0: story, a Costco story that is, I, I know. This is not Earl and Costco. In case you just go <laughs> on but, cars. But we love it. All of us in the studio do. Uh, uh, a few years ago, Costco ordered. Uh, some incredibly uh, fine uh, hosky sales shirts oh <laughs> they were Italian they were Italian design shirts and they were like uh, uh, fifteen bucks a piece they were just absolutely uh, you know uh, steel so they they sold out and uh, and they ordered some more and uh, they sold out and they never would raise the price of the shirts even though they knew like they had, a, they had a shortage. So unlike car dealers, uh, when Costco would, would order from Italy, and from Italy they'd get like 2,000 shirts in a particular warehouse, they'd sell them all for the old price when they could have doubled the price, which is what the dealers do with right. cars today. So yeah. they have a morality and a conscience which is refreshing.
2: Yeah, reminds me of something. Um, we have a phone call.
1: Okay, thanks, Stu. Uh, we're gonna go to Frank, who's calling us from Jupiter. Good morning. Good morning, Frank, from Jupiter Farms.
8: Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. Good Can morning. you hear me okay? Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm in my car. I, um, I made a mistake of going to Sam's down the street for you guys to get some cat food. And the line stretches from Military Trail and 45th Street. The line for around, cat food? I, said, I, I, I thought they opened at 8 for plus memberships. I guess everyone in the world has a plus membership, so I'm back on the highway going (laughs)
2: home.
8: Anyway, my question, since we're talking about gas and fuel, I have two cars uh, that require premium high-test gas, and I have a truck that can still get by on regular. My neighbor, who had worked at GM for like 30 years, said putting premium gas in a car is like just wasting money because the computer will, you know, balance for it. And I've been putting premium. I, I figured that's what they call for, I better do it. What is a real story on that um, premium breaker?
2: We know a lot about this. Yes. By
4: running the 87 octane fuel, <laughs> basically your computer is going to retard the ignition timing to avoid any uh, ignition knock, the, the spark knock that would occur by running a lower octane fuel. The only drawback that you're going to see is you might lose a little bit of fuel economy and you might lose a little bit of performance. Uh, with Florida traffic, you're never going to notice that change in performance because you're never going to have the opportunity to make use of that acceleration and high speed. With Florida economy, well, you might notice a little hurt with the fuel price, you know, your fuel economy, but it's really not going to be that big a difference. and. If your car runs good on the 87 octane, I would stick with it and go with it, especially with the huge difference in price yeah. between premium and yeah. 87. You know,
0: th- this is a, one, one of the most common questions we get, Frank, and uh, it's uh, uh, a, you know it's a, almost a secret that you can you can burn regular 87 octane in almost any car, and uh, it, it can slightly, as, as Rick said, it can affect the performance a little bit. Uh, but not much, and the savings is usually huge. Uh, the manufacturers, when they design it, they have to have those cars tested by the EPA. So, when they decide the fuel they recommend, they want to recommend in their car, they want a fuel that will get by the EPA uh recommendations it 's very important they give them one hundred cars to test, and if they say there 's too much emissions then they 're going to have to spend a ton of money modifying the emissions on those cars and they don 't want that to happen so one way to, to minimize the pollution and maximize your score on the EPA test is to burn the high test fuel so there 'll be two things uh, Rick knows they a uh, recommendation and required uh, I say ignore either one of them, but uh, Rick says Ig- ignore the recommendation, but go with the required. And even if you go with the, uh, if you use 87 and everything, it's not going to blow your engine up. If it affects the performance and you don't like it, then you can always go up an octane. Mm-hmm.
8: Okay, well, thank you. I just figure it's better to ask for permission than look for forgiveness
1: later down the road. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Frank. But, uh, have so a have great. A nice weekend. Have a great weekend. Hey, yeah, we'll 779609960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Um, we have uh, Lori calling from Hope Sound. Uh, let me bring everyone up to speed. Uh, I believe that—good uh, uh, morning, Lori. Good morning to everyone. Okay. Hey, um, this is about the uh, Attorney General's Office, correct? And your uh, complaint against Ed Morse Cadillac? Yes, that's right. Very good. I am so glad that you called. Uh, I was a little bit worried whenever you sent me that text message last night. At, uh, I think it was like 9:57 or something. So I was hoping that you would make the show, because there are so many of our listeners, our texters, um, uh, YouTube, everybody in the uh, and I'm not using this word loosely. The world is listening to you because your voice has been heard. And I know there's you know miles to go, but you're doing a fantastic job.
9: Well, I I just wanted some advice from you. It looks like they they probably didn't pay much attention to the thirty to forty five day uh, whatever they gave the dealership to respond. So when I when I queried it, they then sent me that email. I forwarded to you saying now I have a number to call and I actually have a name, which is important. And I will call them on Monday. But my my issue is, I wonder if anyone out there knows what happens does the attorney general just send a letter or in this case I think they just forwarded an email to Ed Morse you don't think that they'd want to follow up with a phone call
0: Lord, let me let me jump in there we haven't told our listening audience yet what your problem was and your problem and correct me if I'm wrong is that you were promised uh, an accessory on your car by the Ed Morse Cadillac and they put it in writing and they said they would install this after you purchased the car, and then when you try to get it honored, they refuse them. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So not
9: re- not returning calls. The salesman left the firm. Yeah. Um, a service employee who had been there for a few years said, "Well, maybe let me talk to corporate, quote yeah. unquote, see if they'll they'll give you some um, money towards." servicing
0: exactly he, he so never
9: came back to me he never came back to me when I did call him. he said, "Oh, the corporate said no and I tried on three occasions to see the general manager who refused to see me
0: yeah
1: and Laurie what we're talking about here is a USB uh, plug and a CD player correct
9: I uh, know originally it was built in um, <laughs> it's a long story the original one I had was a Cadillac. I had purchased one from Cadillac. Cadillac put it in a 216, 2016 model. When I then traded that in for a two thousand eighteen model, it had to be. I had to go to a shop and they they put in a CD DVD player. wasn't ideal, but at least I could play CDs on it. This,
0: Lord this
9: God. twenty, the, the, the Cadillac twenty twenty version. They kept saying, "Well, Cadillac's coming out with the software. They haven't come out with the software."
0: So Lorig, La- Lorig. Let me uh, yeah. let me say something. Uh, what you have here is a clear-cut case of uh, violation. It's a uh, black and white. And uh, I'm the reason we love your your uh, uh, contacting us is because the the route you've taken with the attorney general, who has ignored you, and uh, any other consumer agencies have not helped you. So. What I'm saying is, you have a written document signed by that dealer. Now that's a contract, and uh, you could certainly go to the. Uh, you could certainly go to a lawyer, and uh, we would see what would happen if you could get a lawyer to take the case. They're violating the law here by refusing you. So uh, it's a great story about what the average consumer has available to them when they have a problem with a dealer. Uh, the Attorney General, Ashley Moody, uh, she probably doesn't even know this happened. I've I've read your correspondence, <laughs> and uh, somebody named Beverly is uh, communicating with you, and she probably talks to hundreds of people a day that are having problems with uh, car dealers, and she never passes them along because uh, Ashley Moody says, don't bother me with this. And Beverly Bailey is the Office of Citizen Services, I see on your email. So... Uh, right yeah you you have uh not to worry because i guarantee you that you're going to uh get this resolved uh you should be able to find a lawyer that would take it on contingency because the uh, dealer is dead wrong and what he did and i'm i'm that's a big target too. the Morse auto group is huge so you if you sued them you'd be suing yeah. Uh, uh, probably 25 dealerships. And, uh, Teddy Morris is the guy that also won't return your phone call. Uh, Laura called the show a long time ago. I, I gave her uh, Teddy Morse. that's the grandson of Ed Morris. I gave, uh, got uh, 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 Teddy Morse's cell phone number. She's called Teddy uh, three or four times, and he, he just won't return the calls. The general manager of the dealership won't return her calls, and Ashley Moody won't return her calls. They just—they are stalling her. So, here is a here is a black and white case of fraud, and you're being ignored as a consumer. And uh, what a great story to put on the airwaves. And we really appreciate your call.
9: Okay, thanks, Earl. Thanks for all
1: your help. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. We yeah. appreciate yeah. you calling in this morning. You know, and if that's not enough, um, you, you know, whenever the audience uh, gets a hold of uh, this uh, video that Jonathan's going to air later, uh, can you imagine, um, uh, There, uh, there's been an ongoing investigation by Channel 10, an ongoing investigation news. It's, it's out there, car dealerships. Uh, they're, they're hitting customers. They're, it, it's just an amazing story, so stay tuned for that. But my point, at the end of the interview, Jeff said, and he is the newscaster who is the investigator uh, for this story, Ashley Moody wasn't available. She wasn't available for comment. She wasn't available, period. Ashley Moody we're asking you to get involved. Let me, uh, We're asking up. you to wrap your head around let the hold- ongoing taking advantage of the consumer.
0: I'm holding up the contract that is signed by Ed Morris Cadillac. And uh, it's, it's real simple. It's a promise. Uh, it says here, uh, a CD swap, a promised. It's called a WIO. It's a common common contract that all car dealers do. Uh, they buy somebody buys a car, and they say, well, I always wanted a CD player, I always wanted a nav system, I always wanted a backup camera, and the dealer's anxious to get the car delivered. So they fill out this form and sign it, and it promises the, the, the customer that they're going to perform this after the delivery. So it's a legal contract. And uh, the salesperson that signed the contract, is no longer working there, but that doesn't make any difference. And the manager that uh, approved the contract, approved the uh, WIO, is still there, but he just won't return phone calls. So here's a case of, uh, of just absolutely obvious violation of the law, consumers' rights, and our attorney general ignoring it. Uh, uh, Lord, uh, I should have told you while you were on the line, but I'll email you, and then you will, Uh, You should file a complaint with the Department of Motor Vehicles, too, because they're far less likely to stall. They will go out and take action. Uh, Florida Department of Motor Vehicles.
1: Uh, And uh, also, Lori, you know, I have to commend you for your patience. Uh, It's just uh, uh, unbelievable. I mean, you only got in touch with us, I think, in June. And this all happened prior to that. So your patience and uh, your knowledge and uh, everything you're doing, stay at it. We are going to get Attorney General Ashley Moody's attention. I promise you, we will. We're going to go to Gary, who has been holding, and Gary is calling us from Naples. Good morning, Good Gary. Morning.
10: How are you? Good morning, how are you?
1: We're well, thank you.
10: I have a quick question. Maybe someone can help me. I had my lower control arm on the right side replaced on my Hyundai, and I had to put one new tire on because it blew out. Everything is fine, but it is a little bit of a choppy ride because I had to drive the car with a bad control arm for about 400 miles. Would you guys recommend me? Would you recommend to replace all four tires now?
4: I'd have them inspected. Uh, just Visual inspection on a tire would show any sort of odd wear patterns. Um, you can even do this yourself. You know, just run your hand over the surface of the tire and see if you feel anything that feels wavy or choppy. Or if it feels like if you go one direction everything is smooth and then you run your hand back the other direction. If it feels like you're feeling sharp edges on the tread, that's called feathering. Um, If you feel anything odd like that, I would have it looked at further. But I would definitely have someone look at your tires uh, just to see if there's any odd wear patterns going on. And have them check the the bearings and everything for tightness in the front end.
10: Okay. And when you replace the lower control arm, your car Mm -hmm. should run straight again, correct?
4: Well, they should have done an alignment as well just to make sure that the toe is correct. But yes, replacing that control arm should have made the car run pretty straight down the road.
10: Yep, okay. And another quick question. We use this as a commuter car. The turbo went and I had it replaced. But I have a warranty with Hyundai on the engine, because this is one of our commuter cars. They told me the turbo wasn't covered. Is it only internal engine parts, or turbo's not covered? Or you You wouldn't know that.
4: Most factory warranties, they, will, they, they, they go with their, their lettering as internally lubricated engine components. Google it. Meaning that, anything that is lubricated by the engine but internal in the engine. Um, turbochargers are sometimes specifically excluded. Sometimes they're allowed in it because they are lubricated by the engine oil. But it would depend upon the terms of their warranty. You'd have to read the fine terms in
0: their warranty. And uh, Stu is Googling it now. You, you, If he can't find it, you might try it too. Just, just say, ask Google, uh, is the turbo in my year make Hyundai uh, covered under the what warranty? What year was it?
2: Yep.
0: What year was it? Fifteen. Sixteen,
2: 2016?
0: Fifteen.
2: Fifteen. Fifteen hang on google is thinking this is boring for other listeners like yeah. you guys you guys talk yeah, yeah, google. <laughs> stay, stay
0: tuned and we'll and Stu will have the answer for you in a couple of minutes so thanks very much for your call and thanks very much for a very interesting question
1: yeah gary we'll get that information to you asap thank you very very much and you guys do a
10: great job and
1: be safe Thank you. Thank you so much for that. 877 960 9960. I got it. We have George holding. <laughs> Hold on, George. We'll let uh, <laughs> Stu go ahead and get uh, Gary his information.
2: The uh, warranty coverage for turbos uh, for all the Hyundais fall under the powertrain limited warranty of 10 years or 100,000 miles. There so.
0: you go. It's covered. All right.
1: Wow. How do you like that? Okay. Uh, I, I feel Gary jumping up. and He's jumping right. up and He's there. happy. He's clapping, <laughs> I hope. Okay, right. we're going to go to George from West Palm Beach. Good morning, George. Good morning,
11: gentlemen and beautiful young lady. How are you this morning?
1: I'll take that. I'm <laughs> great. Good morning.
11: <laughs> All right. Well, I have um, basically kind of like a statement uh, in regards to um, uh, ordering a car. Uh, I ordered a Toyota Camry. It actually took about six to eight weeks to get it. I know that um, most people can't wait six to eight weeks to get a car, so, uh, but I was able to do that. Now the thing is, um, when I ordered the car, it came with something, I think it was Toyota Care or Toyota Guard. To- Toyota. I, I, uh,
2: well, all, all of them have, all, of them, all Toyotas come with Toyota Care, which is a two-year maintenance uh, roadside assistance. And then a Correct. lot of dealers stock all of their Toyotas uh, in, in, in southeastern United States, so down here, with Toyota Care, which is an additional uh, bunch of stuff, but it's it's highly priced seven hundred dollars for about 200 dollars worth of stuff.
11: Correct. Now, when I ordered my vehicle, I ordered it without that, and it reduced the price by that seven hundred dollars um, because, as I think I was informed. Um, You guys, it's called from the port. I don't know what the port is, if it's a shipping port or what. Jacksonville. That's added on at the the port.
2: Yeah, it's the big distribution center that they do a lot of um, vehicle preparation and accessorizing, because Southeastwood Distributors sells a lot of accessories.
11: Right, so if anybody's gonna order a car and you go to a dealership and you have the time to wait for the car, I just want them to know you can always order it and Without save yourself seven hundred dollars plus tax uh, if you don't really want it. And like you said, it's only like maybe two hundred dollars wheel locks and and little little things.
2: If if and um if the dealer will will cooperate with you on that, some dealers put that. It's a hard part of their business model, and especially now uh, with with cars being priced well over MSRP. Um, actually, right. it doesn't even matter if there's toy guard on it. <laughs> Because they're going 5,000 over MSRP. Yeah, George, the
0: the dealers are uh, almost coerced, or some of them are unaware, because they incentivize everybody, the salespeople, the managers, the dealer. And not only does it have a low cost, the Toyota Guard have a low cost, but they have kickbacks on top of that. And some of the kickbacks are based on the percentage of cars you order. So... If, if if you're at 50%, you get one kickback. If 75% of your cars have Toyo Guard, you get a higher kickback. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure right. how, if it goes up to 100 or not. But uh, if you're right. the customer that comes in and says, I don't want Toyo Guard on my car, and they're struggling that month to hit their volume uh, that they have to for get their big cash kickback that goes to the general manager, they might really give you a hard time about canceling it.
11: Okay, all right, well, that that was good to know. I guess I got really lucky, and I have met you, you, Earl, I've met both of your sons. Um, I know um, quite a few guys in your service department that have been there long term. I've met you, Rick, and I have the highest regards for your dealership. I didn't buy the car from you. But I do have the highest regards for your dealership. You guys run a class
0: act. Thank you, George. Can we send send George $50?
1: Uh, I think we should. (laughs) Hey, George, uh, uh, we we certainly have an amazing team. And uh, every once in a while, you know, everybody needs a little recognition. And I thank you for that. They are amazing.
11: Uh, Your service manager is great. Josh Scott goes above, over and above for everybody
1: yeah above and beyond
11: yeah your tires for life uh is great and i can't say more about them 100 make it 100
2: (laughs) and and you know what george some of the people
1: that you've mentioned they've been uh with us out a very very long time time. and they're very dedicated
2: you know it's important just to get out there just just but what george brings up a good point anybody out there is considering a toyota just know that toyota Guard, not Toyota Care. Toyota Guard is optional, and and it raised the issue. You might save seven hundred dollars. just say you don't want it because you don't need it.
0: Well, you know what they'll do if they if they're smart, uh, they will. Well, they they not They
2: won't do it. They're smart, but they're also... well, they can't take to, it off the car. <laughs> but. No,
0: but what they could do is agree to sell it at cost. We did this right? uh, a couple of years what? ago. Uh, one of my sons talked to me into uh, me. buying uh, cars with Toyota Guard. So we tried it as, uh, based on the fact that we would pass along the customer at our true cost. And that didn't work, uh, because even at our true oh. cost, it wasn't worth it. So uh, uh, the true cost well, on Toya Guard is about 250 bucks for $700, and uh, the dealer uh, would be highly unlikely to admit what it was, because he wouldn't want you to know about the holdbacks and kickbacks that everybody doesn't know about the salesman probably doesn't know A lot about. of
2: salespeople it. think it is um, like standard equipment.
0: Yeah. Too, so. Exactly, yeah.
2: So But, yeah. but ex- excuse me, excuse me.
11: The main point is I ordered my car right prior to it getting to the port. You stole so you told it me about. Never, it was never it was never on the right. um, the addendum side of the car if the, if that's what it's called yeah. right. on the on the yeah, so it was never put on at the port. And I, I did have to wait almost two months for the car. So I guess they were building it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't get it off if it's already on the car.
2: Right. Exactly. So you, um, yeah. you, you let them, you, and they agreed it to not, you, they just didn't put it on. So they agreed to you. I,
11: I specifically right. ordered the car without, without it. It. Got it. I didn't want a sun, I, I got an XSE. I didn't want a sunroof. I heard XSEs come with sunroof. I ordered it without a sunroof
2: and I did not get a sunroof. So, right. well, good. You I did a good
11: job, man. All right, guys. Well, Thanks, George. Have Roger. a great day and thank you for everything you do.
1: Thank you, George. Stay with us. Um, have a great weekend. 877 960 9960. Text us at 772 497 6530. Don't forget your com, And I can't repeat this website enough www. FloridaLawProtectingCarBuyers.com. Now if back I, to Stu.
0: Yeah, if I ask uh, Jonathan to queue up that uh, video, how long will that take you to do that, Jonathan? Uh, I, I got it
7: ready
0: now. Okay, this is a video that Nancy's talked about earlier, WPLG, Channel 10 of Miami, um, and it, uh, it's an uh, 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 amazingly candid, good coverage of some of the uh, shenanigans and deceptions and lying, cheating, and stealing that are going on in South Florida, the Miami-Fort Lauderdale market. And uh, there's class action suits going on, there's lawsuits, there's settlements. It's one of the biggest retail automotive scandals ever to hit down here. This is big news. Channel 10, WPLG, is. I salute them for their courage. And I will play a video clip and you can see for yourself and if you're listening, you can hear.
1: And let, let me add to this that at the end of this video, listen carefully, Ashley Moody, the Attorney General was unavailable to make a comment. Jonathan? An update tonight on a local 10 News investigation into car dealerships hitting customers with unexpected fees when they go to buy out their current lease. Since our stories, several lawsuits have been filed. Some South Florida dealerships have settled, and a class action lawsuit is now pending. And
2: Local 10 News Investigator Jeff Heinzeer is back on the case.
4: I wanted to buy my lease out. I figured it would be an easy thing to
12: do. Dr. Barry Resnick was wrong. Despite the fact his purchase price at the end of the lease was all spelled out in a contract, When he originally leased a 2019 Buick Encore three years ago, Lehman Buick wanted to charge him a $250 inspection fee and a $999 dealer fee. I said, why are you giving me all these
4: fees? Well, this is the way we have to do it. The finance company wants us to do that.
12: He referenced our prior stories where an attorney said under the Consumer Leasing Act of 1976, You can't charge fees not disclosed in the original lease. And that's when they stopped talking to me. Every Buick dealership you called had a fee.
2: Yes, up until Vera.
12: After leases, but some are finding themselves knocked out of the driver's seat. Since our first stories hit the air back in March, consumers have taken legal action. According to federal court records, Midway Ford charged one of its customers over $2,200 in fees to buy out a lease. He sued. They settled. Coral Springs Kia charged one of its customers over $1,000 in undisclosed fees. In a lease buyout, he too sued. They settled. World Omni Southeast Toyota Finance also settling a lawsuit after South Dade Toyota not only charged their customer. more than the agreed buyout value in a contract, but then hit him with another $1,494 in undisclosed fees. That's $3,706 more to buy out his Toyota 4Runner. Palmetto 57 Nissan settling a case after overcharging a customer, $800 more than the agreed price for a Nissan Rogue, and then tacking on $1,200 dollars in fees? That's $2,000 extra as part of the settlement those consumers can't talk to us. Right now, federal lawsuits are pending against Deerfield Automotive, operating as King Hyundai, Doral Lincoln, Sheehan Buick GMC. Sources tell Local 10 News several cases against Gunther Automotive have been settled through arbitration. Those terms are also confidential. Additionally, this class action lawsuit has also been filed against Hyundai Capital doing business as Genesis Finance over these fees. But a federal judge has yet to certify this suit as class action. As we reported back in March, due to a lack of inventory on the lots and high prices, more consumers than ever are buying out their current leases. In Florida, if you sell three or more vehicles a year, you need a dealer's license. So the banks and the financial institutions we make payments to monthly send us to the dealer to facilitate the buyouts at the end of the lease. But the dealers make no money facilitating the transactions, so many create these fees. It's a flawed system, and the uneducated consumer winds up getting screwed I was really taken aback as far as dr. Resnick's experience at Lehman Buick will you remember this experience with that dealer the next time you buy a car of course no one at any of the dealerships just mentioned nor their attorneys would actually talk to us on camera and what about our state attorney general a spokesperson for Ashley Moody's office says she wasn't available to be interviewed on this issue Frankly, we couldn't find any state agency currently protecting consumers on this issue at all. Jeff Weinseer, Local 10 News.
0: That's great. Uh, that's, uh, that's dynamite, folks. I, if you can Google it uh, and, and replay that, or if you'd like a copy of it, let us know. But uh, you attorneys out there, I mean, uh, I'm not going to appeal to your morality or ethics. I'll appeal to your pocketbooks. You want to make some serious money i got to get in on this. We're not talking just one dealer or two dealers. There's a couple dozen dealers already settling. And you're also talking manufacturing lending arms. Southeast Toyota Finance settled. Well, you settle a lawsuit because you think you're going to lose. They settled. Uh, Now, uh, Hyundai captive auto, auto finance company called Genesis, Genesis Finance is being sued. So you lawyers out there in the audience, and I know a few of you are listening, uh, uh, think about this. Uh, you, 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 you can go after a lending arm of General Motors or Honda or, uh, or Mazda or whatever you want to do. The, the conspiracy is this. The manufacturer requires the dealer to take the lease car back. But there's nothing in the franchise agreement that he has, his contract with that manufacturer, that says he should do that. So common sense, by the way, says I do it as a dealer because I like to see the lease cars when they come back. I like to treat uh, customers nicely. And you take a lease car back in, you have an opportunity to buy it at a favorable price, you can sell it and make a profit. But they, they still should tell the dealers, this is what your compensation is. When when a, when a dealer takes a new car and prepares it for delivery, we get reimbursed for it. When you take a lease car and and inspect it and check it out and return it to the leasing company, the dealer should be reimbursed. So the captive lending companies of the manufacturers are at fault. But the dealers are really at the big fault because they're the ones charging thousands of dollars for something that should be a couple hundred bucks for an inspection, and it should be paid for by the lending, by the, either the leasing company or the dealer anyway. So uh, this is big, and as Nancy said earlier, if there's any doubt in your mind that Ashley Moody is in the tank for the Florida automobile dealers and the auto manufacturers that sell here, if there's any doubt that she's afraid to take action against car dealers in Florida because she won't get reelected, elected uh, I think that should clear it up. I mean, how embarrassing uh, to be... Uh, th- this isn't just one little complaint. This is multiple dozens of, of uh, Floridians being victimized by dealers, not just South Florida, but all over the state. And with virtually every dealer, if you return a lease car, they're going to charge you They're going to charge you many fees, and it's illegal. It's a violation of the Consumer Leasing Act of 1976. And Ashley Moody is an attorney. She should know that. And uh, for her to ignore these crimes that are going on is just shameful.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I have to say that uh, not only um, does uh, Ashley Moody need to get involved in this, uh do you want to get uh, uh, let's make it political. Do you want to get reelected? You want a big name for yourself? This is huge. Ashley Moody. And guess what? Any state agency. Any state agency, there's nobody there's nobody looking. There's nobody talking. There's nobody available for comment. Let our voices be heard. Remember the website I gave you earlier and also remember that you can go to Earl Stewart Toyota's Facebook page, and you can take a look at that video again.
0: One one more comment I have Jeff Weinseer is the investigative reporter for Channel 10, WPLG. Jeff Weinseer, W E I N S I E R an amazing guy i mean it takes a lot of courage to go in and confront these dealers and uh confront the lending companies and write a story like that when he interviewed me for the story two months ago the beginning of the story i told him i said good luck getting this by your editor why because wplg take a huge amount of money from car dealers in miami and fort lauderdale and i said You tell your editor what you're, before you waste your time and waste my time, and you spend uh, three days writing this story, uh, tell your editor what it's about and will he run it? And uh, the reason I told him that is because about 10 years ago, a reporter, Jeff Weinseer's predecessor at WPLG in Miami, contacted me, spent the entire day with me. Uh, Nancy and I were speaking at a Rotary Club in Palm Beach. She attended the Rotary Club meeting. Uh, She came into the dealership, spent the day at the dealership, wrote this amazing story about dealer deception, and his editor killed it because they were afraid the dealers would boycott them on advertising. So Jeff Weinseer, WPLG, Channel 10 uh, you are journalist in the truest sense of the word. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, Rick. we can't say enough about you. Before Rick says anything, I'm going to remind you, uh, Jonathan just reminded me, you can go to Earl Stewart on Cars Facebook page, and you can also go to Earl Stewart on Cars YouTube channel, and you can view this video. So take a second look at it. Take a third look at it, and just listen. It is mind-boggling. Ashley Moody is not available for comment. Rick?
4: This question may have been answered by all that you've said, but it came in right before we started the video. John Bell asks, Are auto dealers allowed by law to donate to candidates in auditor general elections? Could you explain the lack of interest in going after car dealers who
0: ignore the law? I wasn't aware there was a law. I I, I do know this, that... There are a lot of car dealers out there that are multimillionaires. car dealers in Florida. This is the promised land for car dealers. Uh, it's a good place to do business, and uh, car dealers make a, a lot of money. So individually, uh, they're, they're very wealthy, and they make contributions. In addition to that, they have their political action committees, uh, and the only, you're required, the dealers are basically required, and I, I put that in quotes. Uh, You give them your credit card number And they hit it every year And they're like uh, trial attorneys They have a huge fund with political action committees Then they have associations Uh, They start with There's a, a Miami Dealers Association A Tampa Dealers Association A Jacksonville Dealers Association And there's the big one The Florida Automobile Dealers Association And there's a huge one The National And all their sole purpose of the associations Is to raise money To get candidates elected to attorney general and state senator and state congressman and any other regulatory area. So Ashley Moody, if she decided that she wanted to go after the car dealers, she would, not, she would not get reelected because they'd cut her off and they would choose another stooge and say, you want to get elected? You want to play ball? Then we'll get you elected attorney general. That's the way it goes.
1: And, folks, um, here we have, again, I'm reiterating, (laughs) I can't say this enough. She is the chief state legal officer. You know, um, (laughs) I hear this. The buck stops with you, and you have to make a stand. You have to let your voice be heard. Ashley Moody, join the people. They elected you. Please recognize the corruption that is going on recognize that the consumer is being taken advantage of this is the 21st century it's time to move on it's time to do things the right way rick
4: uh donovan is actually just asking how much does it really cost the dealership to file for registration electronically on a car 10 bucks
0: that's what we pay. We use an outside sublet service. It's cheaper for us to send it to the sublet service than to hire somebody in the accounting department to do that work. So uh, they take a $10 item, they mark it up to $999 or $1,000 or $500 or whatever they want to call it. He says many dealers are now charging a
4: $500 electronic filing fee.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> uh, there they, you go. There's, there's Florida law again. Florida law allows dealers to add fees to the advertised price of a car uh, and they don't put a limit in California. Uh, the maximum fee I think is $100 or $125. used to be $75. Other states have limits and they have to call it a dealer fee or a dock fee. They they have a name. I mean, if you're going to try to regulate something, it's got to have a name. In Florida, there's no limit on what car dealers can charge for fees legally and there's no limit on what they can name it. They can name it Rick Kearney or Earl Stewart. They can name it uh, Salvation Army. I mean, they come up with clever names. Typically, the way they name these phony fees is they try to elude as part of the registration process. Electronic filing fee, ooh. Tag agency fee, those are two good ones. And uh, uh, administrative fee uh dealer preparation fee they try to make it sound legitimate and none of it's legitimate and there's no law saying they have to tell you what it really is
1: okay, okay folks um i hope you hear us loud and clear uh well we've been uh, pretty clear 877-960-9960 we are going to go back to the phones where mike has been waiting patiently from west palm beach good morning mike
13: Good morning, guys. I love the show. And I just wanted to say I'm so glad you guys are talking about this. I wanted to call in a year ago because this happened to me even worse than what I'm hearing right now. And it was with um, I-95 Nissan. They tried to ch- – I-, I had a Toyota, paid them to the penny what the buyout was. Same thing with my mother's Subaru. My wife's Nissan Roll, we went to take it in. They added $8,000 in people. Wow. To the trade-in, there was a two thousand dollar fee. They said from Nissan. They said Nissan charges us two grand to do this. There was a twelve hundred dollar inspection fee, eight hundred dollar cleaning fee. I'm like, you're not cleaning the car. I want to. It's in my driveway. I want to give you the money. So I ended up starting to walk out, and the salesperson chased me down and said, "What if I knock off this fee, this fee, and this fee?" And that's when I got really mad. Like, well, now you're just adding a bunch of arbitrary BS to this to try to get money out of me and I walked out and I will say that I did call Nissan Finance directly and they said that this is not our practice they wanted to know the name of the dealership the name of the salesperson and all that and they rectified it and pointed us to a dealer that wouldn't do this but it's crazy how people are trying to take advantage these days
2: that's crazy
0: thank you Mike that's a horrible experience it's probably painful for you just to relate it to us you're kind of reliving it <laughs>
13: <laughs> no it was it was a year ago and it's still bothering me yeah, by yeah, to call in. I right. thank I, you guys I can, for bringing this to light
1: i can i can imagine mike and you know we really appreciate your phone call it doesn't matter if it's a year old two years old it's been going on much too long and there's plenty of money out there to be made by the auto industry it's a quite quite a wealthy as you well know and uh, they're they're not in the soup line. They don't need to take advantage of consumers. And uh, y- you know, uh, fees are fine, but th- th- these 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 laundry list of fees uh, that that you, you have to have a dictionary uh, to, have to, nice. to be able to define all of the fees that, that that they charge, and they're all illegal. So, Mike, I thank you for your phone call.
13: Well, thank you guys for doing what you do.
1: You're welcome. Have a great weekend. 877 960 9960, or you can text Stu at 772 497 6530. Don't forget you, too. Rick is waiting patiently. Stu? All right.
2: Uh, I got a text from Bob. We're back in Costco. Uh, Bob says, Good okay. morning. My question if, is if buying a set of, of tires from Costco, they don't do wheel alignments, is one needed? And what is the average cost to have one performed? We charge 124 for you, four wheel alignment. <laughs> Hundred twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, does he say Costco does not do alignment? Yes. Uh, when they install the wheels, they don't.
2: I don't know. He says. That, here, I'll read it again. My question is: If buying a set of tires from Costco, they don't do wheel alignment. So I don't know if that's an accurate statement, but it might be. I'll check it out.
0: Yeah. Does it mean? I mean, if you install wheels, uh, do, are you supposed to check the alignment when you install new wheels? It's
4: a very good idea to have your alignment
0: checked yeah. when you're putting new tires on to protect mm-hmm. them. That's a great mm-hmm. Costco But if question. they don't have the machine to do it yeah I, I i would find I, I find that hard to believe well let, let's check on that i got we a couple right questions now. for gosco so uh, um I, I i do know this that alignments uh should be uh, alignment check should be free and uh with the machine it's a piece of cake to measure it it's something else to have to bring it back into conformity but uh, somebody should check your car free for alignment, and, and I, if Costco would get didn't get it, didn't do it, I would bring it over to uh, somebody that would do it and check it free. And then, if it needs an alignment, uh, then you have to pay, depending on how much
2: needs mm-hmm. to be aligned. I don't know yet. Let's continue, but I'll find it. Okay, got another text.
1: Okay, uh, Rick
2: Kirk in West by God, Virginia. All right,
4: is asking Earl, do you have an update on the publication of your second book?
0: Uh, Nancy, Nancy has been interviewed for the book, and we're adding a, a, a little input. Uh, we're right at the edge of uh, going mm-hmm. to press, yeah. so I, I would I would confidently say before the end of the year they'll be on the shelves, or mm-hmm. on Kindle or on uh, i iBook.
1: Yeah, redemptions of a recovering and car de- dealer.
0: I'm also debating whether or not I should do an
2: audio version. And uh, no, so. Well, we're close. No, I'm saying no. Costco does not. <laughs> Costco does not do wheel alignments.
0: Oh, Costco no. does not do wheel alignment. Boy, what a great question. Uh,
2: Wait, no, I'm getting conflicting information on the internet. <laughs> right. I spoke too soon. Um, I'm getting uh, somebody saying that Costco does do wheel alignments. They range between eighty and two hundred fifty dollars. I don't see it on Costco's website though. So uh, I'm about. Sixty percent confident that they do. But yeah, I,
0: I am too. About sixty is a good number. Why, boy, boy, we're really uh, we're, we're telling the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Costco's got some great uh, things going for them, and they have some uh, foibles too. All right.
2: Well, more text. By the way, Amory chimed in when we were talking about the uh, the fin cloning at the Ford dealer, um, and then they couldn't figure out that they, they, they had a two-year-old carter. It was a Dodge dealer that figured it out in two minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. If you're paying attention, you can figure these things out.
0: That's amazing how incompetent certain people in certain dealerships can be. I mean, uh, uh, here, here's an inside story uh, is that at some dealerships, when you bring your car in for an appraisal, uh, the appraiser doesn't even get in the car, doesn't open the hood might not even he might just stay in his air condition yeah, he'll look sitting in out the there office and he'll t- get the book out and he'll put a number on so if there's a if there's there's trickery chicanery and all that going on but there's also stupidity and laziness that goes on so when you're dealing with a dealer you got a lot of things to protect yourselves against
1: yeah, a lot of arrogance yeah. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. Uh,
2: also uh, somebody uh, craig uh, texted us and said he'd been seeing the news reports about all the extra fees being added when people purchased their leased vehicles, and they wanted to know our opinion on that. I think we covered that, Craig. <laughs> we got to it before we got to your question. So uh, yeah, I
0: went on an incredible rant. It was that a was great
2: my- rant, and we heard the, we heard the uh, the news report, which I hadn't heard yet, and that was just astonishing. So I think we covered that for him. So
0: you didn't know that Southeast Southeastern Finance is in trouble. They they quietly settled with a non-disclosure agreement.
2: Yeah, I saw. I, I that was in the report, and yeah. also in one of our um, fellow dealers down there in, uh down in Miami. Dade. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> or Doral or was it South Dade? I think it was South Dade. Yeah. Oh boy. Interesting. Okay. We have some anonymous feedback if we can get to it. Oh, great. All right. Uh, oops, I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong page. Here we go. Um, I just walked Lexus of Winter Park's lot, and they are still putting adjusted market value or bump stickers, that's a good name for them, bump stickers, (laughs) on their new Lexuses. I also believe dealers are making straw purchases on new cars, paying a few monthly payments, and then selling the CPO cars at inflated prices. Um, You're partially right. Yeah, they are buying cars um, from their own inventory. They're not making payments on them, um, but they are, purchasing them and uh, and selling them as certified pre-owned. And that is actually a violation. Uh, if we're talking about, uh, well, Lexus, I don't know if they uh, have the same restrictions, uh, that's a violation of the Toy- Toyota ad com- covenant. And that's actually, but it gets violated all the time.
0: Now the dealers take advantage of the consumers. They also take advantage of the manufacturers yep. and the allocation system, to be fair, They're supposed to send cars to dealers as quickly as he sells them or as close to that as they can. Right now, during this uh, shortage, it's extremely important to be able to get some cars because they're so short supply. So when the dealers cheat the manufacturer, they're also cheating their fellow dealers. They pretend to sell a car and tell the manufacturer they sold the car when they didn't really. And that earns them another car. Right.
2: Here's another uh, one from Anonymous Feedback. Ford Motor uh, leader is cracking down on, leaders are cracking down on dealers. Tesla is having major quality issues. Ford pickup trucks that cannot be shipped are being stored at a major racetrack due to lack of chips in Kentucky. Seems like each day there is there are more stories regarding ethics in the car business. Perhaps Karma is coming for a visit, <laughs> and they like to say, Karma is a, I don't know if I can say it on the radio, as uh-uh. a B in it. Um, <laughs> It is, but you know the thing is the woes everybody's hearing about the car business. Car business is resulting in record profits. So, the car dealers, the four dealers that can't get the blue ovals because they don't, they don't car, they don't want the blue ovals because it's it, it's jacking up the prices for them. So maybe on the other side of this karma is going to come, and I think that's going to be when people remember the behavior that occurred between 2021 and 2024, however wherever long this is going to last. Yes, Rick.
4: When the CHR first came out they actually were shipping them without a little red reflector that went on the back bumper uh-huh. and we had a special campaign that all well, these cars that came in several in. thousand of them had to come back in just for us to install this little reflector yeah. on the back bumper it was right. silly but it's like uh, it, it, but, but, but I, but, I, now, I, but, but hard to imagine they can't send them out without the Ford emblem on it
2: yeah I know well you know maybe they confuse them with a, uh, a GM car or something mm. I don't know could be <laughs> Uh, this is from a Bloomberg article published uh, earlier this month Uh, this comes in on anonymous feedback a London firm is creating a box to attach behind the wheels of vehicles to capture particles Uh, okay I think I read this one earlier uh, t- to capture particles coming off of the rubber. tires, yeah. this is about the rubber.
0: Well, no, the the non rubber. It's just the well, the right, this is, products.
2: This might be because we've got a we got a bunch of them last week. Um, people are just uh, telling us how electric vehicles are going to destroy the environment. Mm. <clears throat> so in this case, I'll, I'll summarize it. The vehicles are heavier, electric vehicles, because the batteries are heavy. So there is more. Rubber particles coming off the tires into yeah. the atmosphere. It,
0: it's not actually rubber. I, or I, whatever I, it is. I learned. Is, uh, I oh, very little is rubber.
2: rubber is using my, it's, they're yeah. petrochemicals. Yeah, petrochemicals are, are okay. so, tires are mainly
0: made yeah, of. Absolutely. I thought, they were, I thought mm-hmm. they were mainly rubber, but they're and
1: not. Into, uh, into mm-hmm. Stu's comment, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, knowledge, knowledge. Uh, We're talking about the environment. We're talking about electric vehicles. You know, whether anyone likes it or not, they're here, and it's now, and it's going to get bigger than ever. And if you haven't read anything from Consumer Report, from the automotive news, they talk about California. They talk about the heat wave. They talk about the meltdown and what caused the power to just disappear. So take a look at all that consumer report, it'll straighten out your head.
2: Got another quick uh, text from Emory wanted to make a correction. Um, It was a, sorry, I read that wrong. It was a Dodge dealer that messed up and sold the truck, uh, the the Ford, and it was the Ford dealer that got the mistake. So I apologize to the Ford Corporation.
1: No problem. And the dealer. Okay. um, (laughs) We're going to go to the Mystery Shopping Report. Certainly has been an exciting show. And I hope uh, all of you were taking notes and uh, that you'll, you know, take our lead. Your voice must be heard. Don't let anyone silence you. Your opinion is very, very important. And hopefully it will get to Ashley Moody. Hopefully it will get to uh, Governor DeSantis. There are so many people here that can help this shenanigans stop we're going to go to the mystery shopping report of wallace kia and we're hoping that you will vote on this mystery shop at 772-497-6530 your vote is important
0: is it possible we've never mystery shop wallace kia and stewart i can't believe it either uh, it's hard to believe given the number of times we shop wallace dealerships over the years Still check the archives. No Wallace Kia mystery shop. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I think it's because the Bell Smith Kia in Fort Pierce north of them make so much noise, they do a whole lot of advertising, and they kind of drown out the fact that Wallace Kia has a store in Stewart, Florida. Right.
2: They, sh- uh, Bart, they shine so brightly, you can't even see yeah, yeah, Wallace that, Kia. Yeah, Frank Hernandez. <laughs> TV Fra- Star. Gonzalez, Frank Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, barring a filing error, this may be the first time we've ever mystery shopped Wallace Kia. So it's kind of extraordinary that Agent Lighting picked them as the target. Because Stu said, pick one of Stewart. She would be, she was driving north, and she picked uh, Wallace Kia. Until this week, we thought we'd hit the Wallace dealerships. And in recent years, we've documented a downslide in the mystery shop grades. The last shop we did, and these are in the Wallace dealerships, uh, we had one that was perfect, almost. I think we gave somebody an A. One of those used cars. Yeah, the easy
2: easy, easy pay. pay,
0: or something like that. The last shop we did back in February of the year shined a light on one of the bigger premiums over MSRP, which was sixteen thousand three hundred dollars. Which uh, which
2: dealership was that? Uh, that was uh, Wallace Volkswagen.
0: Volkswagen. Yeah. Well, that's a that is a big one. Uh, sixteen thousand three hundred over MSRP. Prior to the inventory crunch, we investigated some questionable direct mail offers from Wallace Volkswagen. Just more evidence of what appears to be a broader and longer pattern of ethical decay. At Wallace Cadillac, we discovered addendum with Nitrofill and Auto Butler. At Wallace Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Jam, Dodge Jeep Ram. Charles uh,
2: why, 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 why Cram Jeep Jam. That's what I want to say. They got to
0: kind of, come, what they do. Stellantis, is that what it is now? Yeah, yeah. it's called
2: Stellantis. No, no, no Stellantis. <laughs> yeah,
1: is that Pig Latin? Uh,
0: the the add-ons <laughs> included the same pinstripes and a Wallace protection package, but if you go back three or four years, the shops are much better, mild and pleasant. We don't know why things change. We've only been able to speculate about things like changeovers and management, or Bill Wallace being spread too thin. Uh, you know, it's the uh, Bill Wallace is about my age. He's probably hanging it up. He's probably relaxing. He loves to fish. And uh, you know you you can't go with a name on a dealership. I mean, just because it's Schumacher or Wallace or Earl Stewart, for that matter, uh, you know uh, they have people with names on them or dealerships with names on them where the people are are dead. So uh, you know just because a guy had a reputation, and I'd say this, to Bill Wallace. I've known him for years. He's an honorable guy, he's a moral guy, and uh, if his dealerships aren't doing right, it's because either he's not around or he, you know, he's retired and he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, let's see here. Okay, but if you go back three or four years, I did that too. Uh, the hope that we had this week, this week was that we would find the good Wallace dealership, one that made it through the last few crazy years. That would really be an accomplishment. Uh, Spared from the temptations that almost all other car dealers have succumbed to. Okay, here's a report on Agent Lightning speaking in the first person. I was greeted by an older salesman named Michael. As soon as I exited my car, he shook my hand, led me inside, out of the heat. We sat at a table and Michael began a round of questioning. The usual stuff, name, rank, serial number. uh He wrote all of my answers down. I told him I was interested in a Kia Forte. Forte.
1: Yeah. A forte.
0: Uh, what a terrible name. Uh, we'll a, call it Fort. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, you know why they don't call it a fort. So uh, they probably did call it a fort. They said, we better call this a Forte. forte. It's, it's Michael a seemed forte. happy to let me know what, that he actually had one in stock and available. He offered to pull it up front for me and asked me to wait for him. Michael was back in a few minutes to say he did not have any new Fortes in stock. He thought they should have one available any day now. I asked him if he could look around the lot for something. Michael told me they have their way of doing things here, and the dealership frowns on customers wandering around the lot. <laughs> I mean, that's. that's it, Gotta love it. it. It's, it's funny. I mean, well, dealers do frown. I mean, I'm a dealer, and when I see a customer wandering around the lot by themselves, by themselves I, yeah. I get upset because we want someone to be able to answer the customer's questions, identify them as a prospective customer and try to sell them a car. So if, if Bill Wallace was uh, uh, a block away with his binoculars and he saw uh-huh. Agent Lightning wandering around a lot without a salesman, uh, he would get upset. But I think hmm. she was gonna
2: go with him. So I don't know, maybe he was tired and it was hot and he's an old guy. Maybe somebody got run over a few yeah. years ago and he got sued and he, and he didn't want anybody walking around anymore.
1: Maybe he was a control freak.
0: Then Michael told me he believed they had a new 2023 Kia K5, sporty sedan about the size of a Toyota Camry available. I agreed to consider it. Once again, he asked me to wait. I asked to go with him, but Michael did not seem to want company. (laughs) He told me it was too hot outside, but I kept pressuring him. We went went outside together and found three identical Kia K5s parked together. I told him I liked the car, asked to see more of it. Michael said he needed to pull it up front for me. And here we go again. They have their way of doing things around here. Okay. So we're gathered now. Okay, that maybe he sees what's gotta be done. He might not like it, but that's the way we do things around here. I walked back to the front of the dealership. Michael pulled up right away, right after I got there. He popped the hood, showed me the breakaway engine mounts this is- and the excellent
2: welding. This is why I laugh when I read it because back that was supposed to be something used to get customers excited and you say you know if you has breakaway engine mounts so if you run into something the engine will drop out and go under the vehicle and not intrude into the passenger cabin keeping you and your family safe how do you like that mr customer
0: (laughs) he he told me that breakaway engine mounts are what saved tiger was life i mean i like that
2: i mean well we don't know if that's actually i googled it. it is true is it really yeah how do you like that yeah
0: so uh, I, I, in fact, I didn't even, I guess maybe if I scratched my head, I knew they had breakaway engine amounts, but you, you shouldn't mention these things. You never
2: know. Right. Well, Could you know what? Because, you know, yeah. people don't know about these things, but to me, it just sounds like, and this has seat belts. You yeah. put this across your belt. Well, you're, 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 I used to say that. Okay.
0: <laughs> we went all over the features of the car, and then we took it for a test drive. Along the way, Michael shared that he was retired, see, he just... Coming back into the workforce, but uh, quickly bored with it, he said he returned to selling cars. Uh, he, he was a bank robber. He retired.
4: You, <laughs> you missed a little section Uh You missed the MSRP was twenty eight nine eighty five section. Oh yeah, go back
2: one one little paragraph.
0: Oh, thank you. The MSRP was twenty eight nine eighty five. There was an addendum. It was the thirty nine ninety five addendum. And called market lin, uh, limited limited market availability, and they had the auto butler, the nitrofill, first oil change. That's strange. And, uh, the first oil change isn't free
2: on Kia's. I'm, I'd be surprised yeah. if it wasn't, but so I don't Wallace's
0: know. list price was 32,984, nine eighty-four. Okay, um, we came back to the dealership, went inside, found the same table. I asked for a pricing breakdown. He printed a purchase agreement. They him to handwrite the figures. Michael wrote the MSRP incorrectly, 29895, and I corrected him. He asked if I was sure, and I tried to show him the picture I took. He wouldn't look. Just, <laughs> anyway, just, just. Himself
2: They have their way of doing to check things.
0: The, yeah, right, to <laughs> check the car anyway. And uh, I saw Michael walk back inside and head over to the counter where all the sales managers were. Then he headed back my way, he sat down and informed me, he had asked his manager if he could go ahead and split the market adjustment with me, and the boss approved.
2: She had. She didn't even ask. Maybe <laughs> she wanted to pay the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Michael continued to handwrite on the sheet. He corrected the MSRP. Evidently, uh, Agent Lightning was right. I was right. Then he added two thousand dollars, half of the market adjustment. Then he wrote plus taxes and fees. Then he wrote eight hundred forty-nine dollars. I asked him if I could get something printed out that detailed the things I would be paying for him. He said, no, this is how they do it here. <laughs> I wonder if he really kept saying that over and over
2: again. Yeah, really right, I write every time he said it, that she wrote it down, right, I put yeah. it in the report. Durant
0: yeah. again asked me to use a calculator on my phone, do some math for him, he wrote.
2: I thought that was funny, too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Approximately thirty-four thousand, three hundred fifty plates, and three thirty-four. 10. The
2: gist is it was a bunch of like just yeah. notes that, yeah. <laughs> that weren't very clear. Yeah.
0: Uh, I asked Michael to help me figure out uh, the front door, out the door number. And he replied, the only way to get an exact number is to go through financing. And that was it, I was out of there. And of course, this is uh, that that last comment This one to uh, think about is that you never know until you get out of the finance office what you really paid for the car. Uh, There's too much time taking in the negotiation and time with the salesman too much time for you to look at things to check things Uh, so they a lot of dealers save the big stuff the big screwing for the finance department because at the finance department you're defeated you're 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 in a state of euphoria you bought that new car you've been thinking about and dreaming about you're thinking about parked in your driveway telling your family and friends and so you walk into that finance department almost like in a daze. And that's where they hit you with a lot of extra fees and products that you didn't approve. And we talk too much about the sales process really here at Earl and Cars because it's impractical for us to go through the finance department. And still, I say this every couple of months, we probably need to do it, uh, even if we only did it once every six months, to go through and actually buy a car and we can turn around sell it, get rid of it somehow or other, uh, and the cost will be worth the true experience of what happens in the finance department. Because they're spitting out reams of paper from that high-speed printer and that computer, and you sign your name so many times, it would be impossible, even if you were an attorney, to read everything you signed. And they know that, and dealers call it the box, as our regular listeners know, because there's so much deception goes there. So. Uh, every time we do a shopping report like we just did here think there may have been something waiting for Agent Lightning in the box that we don't know about time to vote
2: well I don't have any coming in yet actually there I got ones Bob should have been a B but it's a C C um, this, this is pretty straightforward um, South Florida fair you know, there wasn't anything I'll nothing say. extraordinary curve 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 yeah I thought it was interesting a uh, really interesting I thought the salesperson was interesting and I also think it's interesting the differences between the addendums at the different Wallace dealerships this was thirty nine ninety five. we were at the other place last year with uh, almost $13,000 MSRP uh, Jonathan in Wellington says I have my way of doing things too and <laughs> they don't include being rude to customers and adding fraudulent fees he's giving them a D there you go I've
4: got uh, Kirk in West by God, Virginia. Wait a minute, while I pull my grade up front, my way of doing things. Well, with all the junk fees, my way of doing things earns you a solid F. Not even worth going to the box. Guy Larrabee, a C for me. Uh, Tim Gilliland, D- minus because that's the way we do things here. (laughs) Donovan Lewis, giving them an F. Hate that, need to finance to get the -the out-the-door price. I agree with him on that one. Brian said, let go. F. Mark Smith, D minus. Mark Ryan, a D minus. And for me, I'm going to say D because the whole, we're not giving you the outdoor door price till you get in finance.
0: I think that, that one's a little pushy. That's a little rude. Uh, it's funny how many votes we get on YouTube, yeah. and we don't get many texts. Text. I got
2: another one. My, my text gang is, sl- is slower than, than Rex. Uh, uh. <laughs> we have another one. A, a D minus. I don't have a name on this one. Uh, so I, I have three grades.
4: <laughs> and Joseph Kelleher with an F. All
2: right.
0: Well, what do you say, Mrs. Sunrise?
1: Huh. Okay, folks. Um, I don't know. This is the way I do it F. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the out-the-door price that you can't get because you had to get into the box, box or the auto butler or the nitro fill uh, the whole shebang this is the way i do it f and you can go to irwancars.com and you can read hundreds of mystery shopper reports most of which reveal unfair deceptive car um, excuse me deceptive acts deceptive acts or practices on car dealers anyway uh,
4: one last one from Ron Siegel says I just don't understand why people just don't get up and walk out whenever these addendums and add-ons come up if they would do it all if they would all do it
0: the practices would cease well, this is true, and, uh, Nancy makes a point. Why don't you complain to the attorney general's office? And uh, we we all say you should t- complain to your. Uh, local uh, state senators and the Federal Trade Commission. But the Federal Trade Commission won't do anything. Uh, by the way, just for just for your edification, the Florida Automobile Dealers Association is going after that FTC regulations that they're trying to put in big time. They're lobbying in Tallahassee now to prevent the Federal Trade Commission from having anything to say, and it's like a uh, it's like a uh, huge effort going on. So... Uh, Uh, this uh, we're we're getting close on time. Yeah, you got to vote, huh? You have to vote. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a C. Okay. I'm gonna say that's an average report. Uh, I want to say one thing about Michael, the salesperson. Remember when you go into these dealerships? Here's a guy. For all I know, he's uh, an okay guy and he, maybe he needed the money, he says he, he said he got bored, but maybe he was bored and also needed the money. And you go to a week for a car dealership, and they tell you, uh, if you do exactly what I say, you can make $10,000 a month, but you have to do exactly what I say. Yeah. And th- some of this is people that need money, working hard to feed their families, following orders, kind of right. like a Nuremberg thing.
2: Nuremberg Defense, yeah. yeah. Well, I noticed that, some of his behavior, like bringing the car, insisting on bringing the car up is that they do that because so the manager can see that you're doing a demonstration, so you're that's right. for control of the customer. Yeah. So the managers it, were in view of it, and so that's the reason he had to make her walk so that so his manager would see he was following the rules.
1: So
0: they you're absolutely them. right, yeah. that's what you do that's you know,
1: right. control, arrogance, and uh, Michael is uh, the uh, old school. Uh, but Mike, hey, guess what? This is the 21st century now. We got to do things right. And as I said earlier, you can go to EarlOnCars.com, dot com and you can read hundreds of mystery shopping reports that reveal, reveal unfair and deceptive acts and practices by these car dealers. We can put this to an end. We really can. I believe that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for tuning in to Earl on cars and uh, we have uh, I think uh, three minutes. Okay guys. Uh, what do you want to say? I'm gonna do a big dog what do you ranch? Got to say?
0: I'm gonna do a big dog ranch commercial. Okay? Big dog ranch, can you wolf with your mask on? <laughs> Very good.
2: Wow. <laughs> that was the best one you ever did. This that is my there's the first dog. book.
9: Oh
0: <laughs> my second book is coming along <laughs> shortly, but this is a good one too. It's a handbook on how not to get it ripped off by a car dealer. Go to Amazon Buy this book, and 100% of the proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue, which is the largest no-kill shelter in the southeast. We have hundreds of dogs out there, and uh, we uh, vaccinate them. uh, We deworm them. We have a vet, a full-time vet. We We even have a maternity ward, and pregnant dogs that come in. We take the puppies, and we find homes for the puppies and the mothers, and it's uh, right out Okeechobee Road in Loxahatchee, but it's huge, we're also opening a new facility in uh, South Carolina. So uh, consider adopting a dog. Or fostering a dog. And if you don't adopt the dog, you can buy the book, and the money that you would have paid for the book, well you still pay it, but it goes to Big Dog Ranch, not to me, I get zero on this. Confessions of a recovering car dealer.
1: Yeah, what do you think, fostering a dog? Would you consider?
0: Yeah, we talk about it all the time.
1: Yeah, most I see people you guys don't with a know. Big go to go to Earl. <laughs> no, go to Earl a Great Stewart Dane. on cars <laughs> on Facebook page, and you can see our dog of the week. That's Little Muffin. She just gave birth to seven puppies, and she's waiting to be adopted. She is very tired, and she is just a beautiful little girl, Muffin. Okay, folks, again, thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back here next week. 8 a.m. until 10 with another fabulous show. Have a great weekend.